Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. If you're a pro, you already know the best way to help support things would be to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Dammy Duck. Have to wear a bra downstairs at in-laws. Revenge with Pooh. So I've, female, 28, been staying with my in-laws for a few months now, while me and my husband save up to buy a house in this crazy market. Overall, it's been great. They're awesome people and I've never had issues with them before. Well, things took a weird turn about a month back, and I no longer feel super comfortable there, but I'm doing my best to not rock the boat, etc. But here's where it gets weird. Mother-in-law comes to me and says that father-in-law finds it super disrespectful that I wear my nightgown downstairs without a bra. Mind you, it's not like I'm hanging downstairs for hours on end or even five minutes. I walk downstairs with my water cup and go to the fridge to refill it with water and go back upstairs. That's it. Maybe a good night. At first I thought it was a particular nightgown because it's spaghetti strap and a little short above the knee but not like showing my butt or anything so I wore a bra with it. A few nights ago though, I wore the super long one, t-shirt material, and it covers everything on top like a t-shirt. She got like super confrontational and told me, didn't I tell you to wear a bra downstairs? And I turned to her and said, oh, I thought you meant the particular nightgown. But she interrupted me and said, you can see everything, wear a bra. Like, okay, dang. I finished my sentence, took my dogs outside braless, and went right back upstairs. That's when I found it. Some poo on the stairs. Now, they have a few pets and I have two dogs. It could have been anybody's. Normally, I would have cleaned it all up because I'm not a jerk, but some of it was towards the top of the stairs and a couple of nuggets were closer to the bottom. So, since I was told to not go downstairs without a bra, I cleaned up the top nuggets and not the bottom ones. They usually go up the stairs with the light off. If they stepped in it, oh well. Also, my husband thinks it's super dumb that it was the bra and not the smaller nightgown. He's pretty peeved, but I told him not to fight with her. Best keep peace until we can get out. Hopefully soon. Considering OP and their husband are staying in somebody else's house, do you think it's fair for them to insist that OP wears the bra? Or do you think they're just kind of overreacting in general? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. And our final story of the day is by Sloppy Ice Cream. No mom, it's called kidnapping. This is a story as a result of a military move back home and the freakery that ensues. I had served in both the regular army and special operations forces community for just over 10 years when an opportunity arose. It was an assignment in the middle of nowhere, but was near what I claimed to be my hometown, military brat. I would later find out that the job was horrible, but that has nothing to do with the story. We had been in small town USA for a couple months, we were pretty much settled in. My wife and I were not exactly prepared mentally though. Both sets of grandparents, specifically grandmas, had been away from their grandchildren since they were born. They were like flies at the house for the first couple of months. It was finally starting to subside when this happened. I should mention that my mom is different, at least I think she is. I've always been an independent type and I rarely, if ever, call home. It's not because I don't love my parents or friends, I just don't feel the need to talk unless I really have something to say. I feel less of a need to call my mother. Generally speaking, don't expect a phone call from me. Why? 
She's scattered and typically has nothing useful to say. She likes to gossip, but she's the lady in the chain of gossipers that twists information and relays the wrong facts or tries to convince me of things. Typical phone calls for my mother are below. Ring, ring, ring. I say hello. Mom says, hey, what are you doing? I say nothing. Mom says, remember Jim Bob? I say no. She says, yeah, you do. You went to the pool with him once when you were six months old when we lived in Germany. I say, sorry, mom, I don't remember Jim Bob. She says, yeah, you do. I say, no, mom, I don't remember him. She says, well, he died. Thought you'd want to know. Dear reader, this happens all the time. I've spoken the phone with her no more than 20 times in the last decade, and at least 10 people I don't know have died. Unrelated, but this is our last conversation. Ring, ring, ring. Me, groggy, said, hello? Mom said, hi, you sound sleepy. What are you doing? I said, sleeping. She says, midday nap. I say, no, it's two in the morning. I'm sleeping. She says, first name, middle name, last name. What country are you in? I say, Lebanon. She says, what are you doing there? I say, army work. She says, I called to tell you that a random lady who used to watch you wrestle in high school passed away. Just thought you would want to know. Love you, bye. I'm bad, but she worries. I've been injured in combat three times. I figure I'll just tell her when I get back most times. Back to small town USA. It's a Saturday. I'm looking forward to having some time off. My wife was a swing shift ICU nurse at the time and she was at work. I was at home with the crib midget, two years old, and the miniature human, son one, six years old. It was just the men at the house. I had woken up, fed the humans, and plopped them down in the living room to watch Paw Patrol while I took a shower. I get the army essentials, feet, balls, and butt, and return feeling refreshed from the shower. I conduct another inventory, but something is missing. Son 2, two-year-old, is missing. He's a bipedal monster, so I don't think much of it. I just ask Son 1, the six-year-old, where his brother is. I get the typical shoulder shrug response. Great. I now have 3,200 square feet of house to work with. I'll systematically check the house, either finding him in a second room watching TV or exploring the cleaning products under the sink. The first sweep was unsuccessful. The second sweep was unsuccessful. I now enlist the help of Sun One to help find the speed demon. We're now about 10 sweeps in and I am panicking. I've talked to my wife many times on the phone. We've had the lost conversations. Babe, I've lost my car keys. Do you know where they're at? Babe, I lost my army thing. Do you know where it is? No husband ever wants to call their wife and say, Babe, you know that bipedal toddler we have? Yeah, that one. Do you know where it's at? I was there though. The house we lived in was old. The locks on some of the doors were different, very old, and some were complicated to open. Sun 2 could not penetrate the front door. It was just not physically possible. This dude is Houdini. He was an escape artist. I was at my wit's end. I had to call my wife. The conversation went exactly how anyone would expect it to go. She was worried. She was hysterical. There was no way I would ever hold that number one dad coffee mug ever again. Crap. I did one last sweep under the direction of my wife, but it was now time to hand in my man slash parent card and call the police. 911. Ring, ring, ring. The lady says, 911, what's your emergency? I say, I lost my son. She says, sir, you lost your child? I say, yes, I took a shower and now my two-year-old is missing. I've checked the house and he's not here. The lady says, what's your location, sir? I give them my address. She says, what is your son wearing? 
I say Thomas the Tank Engine shirt, blue, diaper. The lady says, where did you last see him? I have a large bay window, very large, something caught my eye. The reflection of sunlight that bounces off cars screams through the window when they pass or park. A car had just parked in front of my house. It was my mother. Great. I'm now about to have a mom conversation and this is how it would play out in my head. In my head, did not happen. Hey mom. Mom says hey. I say remember that toddler I had? Mom unlike me says yeah. I say well, I lost him. Bye. I am dreading the fact that I have 911 on the line and I'm about to tell my mother the dreaded news. Then I see it. What was it? Son 2, my freaking toddler. I kindly explained to 911 that I'd found my human. Now I was only a bad father in the eyes of my wife and the entire dispatch center. I was seething with anger. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy, super calm, even in firefights. I simply don't stress about much. This was not the case. I go charging out of the house. I say, what in the freak do you think you're doing? Mom looks calm and shocked. What? I just went to the grocery store. I say, with my child, you took my child. She says, yeah. I stopped by and asked if the boys wanted to go. Son too did. I say, you freaking stole my kid, mom. Stole my kid. She chuckles and says, no, I didn't. I asked. Son 2 wanted to go. Son 1 didn't. I told Son 1 to tell you. Side note, Paw Patrol is like a trance for your kids. The god darn rapture could happen around kids while watching cartoons and they're unaware. God freaking forbid the cable goes out though, then the real chaos starts. I am a warfighter with 14 combat deployments. I have said daddy doesn't want to watch Barney for the 20th time today exactly once. There are some fights that are just not worth it. I say, you told Son 1? You told my 6-year-old to relay a message to me? You thought that would work? Did you make the message contingent on a toy? Because he didn't know where his brother was. She says, well, I told him. I say, Mom, you stole my kid. Then she freaking said it. I'm Grandma. I can take him. I say, Mom, you stole my kid. She says, oh, I just took him. I say, it's not called took, it's called kidnapping. She says, oh, I didn't kidnap him. I say, you walked into the house, asked two children if they wanted to go, told one to relay a message to me. Why didn't you ask or tell me? Mom says, I screamed out, I thought you knew. I lost my crap. It went on and on with her trying to convince me of her point. I was not having it. I was beyond mad. I called my dad to get his opinion and he just laughed. Grandma's in trouble. She was leaving anyways. I couldn't kick her out. It didn't even concern her mentally. She was oblivious to the gravity and severity of the situation. I was not done yet though. It just so happened that this specific weekend was a four-day weekend for me. I had the next two days off with the boys. My mom was unaware. She called on Sunday and asked what time I was dropping the boys off. Ding. Light bulb moment. We had just adopted a new dog that was crate training. Let us capitalize on this. I say, do you think you can watch the boys at the house so you can take Lola out? I don't want her in the cage all day. Mom says, sure, I can do that. Great. Now my mom would be at my house from around 0600 to 1900. Even better, my dad would be at work as well. D-Day 0600. My mom arrives at the house, still oblivious that I was still angry. No worries. I now have 12 hours to work out my frustration. 
I depart the house and promptly arrive at her house, find the spare key, and let myself in. I reorganize everything. I mean everything. It didn't take long to do the living room. I move the couch, I move the love seat, I move my father's chair, the coffee table, the TV, everything gets rearranged. I even move pictures from wall to wall and use sticky tack to hang them upside down or wonky. Moving into a new place can be a hassle during military moves. I love cooking. The kitchen and wood shop are my sanctuaries. It's such a pain in the butt to move into a new kitchen and get things where you want them. What's not a pain? Reorganizing someone's kitchen. Everything top to bottom was reorganized. The powder room was close to the kitchen, so I put plates under the sink in the powder room and toilet paper in the kitchen drawers. Again, everything was moved. I worked my way through the house, ensuring that nothing was left untouched. The only room I didn't enter was the master bedroom. I'm one of three siblings. They have sexed it up three times in my brain. I was not interested or mentally willing to mess with that room. I did, however, take great pride in her cricket room to ensure that I moved everything. My last act of freak you in the house was taking every single remote in the house. TV, DVR, cable, lights, you name it. If it was a remote, it was now in my possession. I then returned home at a normal time. The changeover was typical. She asked me how my day was, and let me tell you, it was a satisfying day of work for me. She acted as if the kidnapping event never happened. Well, she was about to be reminded that I didn't forget. It was time to crack a beer, play with the boys, and wait for that phone call. Ring, ring, ring. Remember, she's my mom. I love her, but she's different. She says, were you at the house today? To myself, I say, is she serious? I say, what? She says, did you stop by the house today? I think we were robbed. To myself, laughing, robbed? Yeah, robbers typically move your crap around. I say, yes, I stopped by the house. She says, you rearranged the living room? My dad just gets home during the conversation. I hear my dad talking as he enters the house. What the freak? Dad's still overhearing him. Mom's name, what the freak did you do to the house? Mom says, I didn't do it, OP did. She's oblivious still, just looking at the living room. She laughs a bit and we conclude the conversation. Now I'm baffled, oh well. Ring, ring, ring. Mom says, where in the heck are my pots and pans? There's toilet paper under the kitchen sink. Toilet paper does not go there. God darn it, OP. Dad in the background says, where's the remote mom's name? I hooked everything back up. I just moved it. Things still worked. Dad in the background says, mom's name, remote. My mother's now walking through the house. She arrives in her arts and crafts cricket room. Mom says, first name, middle, last. What the heck did you do? I say I reorganized everything for you. Mom says, oh my god. Pause. Dad says, mom's name, mom's name, where's the remote for the TV? Mom says, where's the remotes? I say, oh, I took them. I called out your name. I thought you heard me. She now explains to my father. Now there's hysterical laughter in the background. Mom says, I'm on my way over. She arrived at the house. I'm willing to break bread and settle this under one condition. I say, all you have to say is you're sorry for kidnapping my child and you won't ever do it again. She says, I didn't. I say, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, you want the remotes back? OP, I am sorry for kidnapping your kid and I will never do it again. She says, I'm sorry for kidnapping son too and I will never do it again. 
I say, thank you. She says, what time are you dropping the boys off tomorrow? I say, uh, I think you should come here until you figure out where your pots and bands are. She says, see you at six. Love you, bye. And that's that. Military life is different. Really different. I never thought in a million years I would live in my hometown and still be in the army. It was great at times. I was totally not expecting all the things that come with living in my hometown after being away for over a decade. The grandparents wanted to make up for years of not seeing them, and they did. There were obviously some learning struggles. My mom admitted defeat, and my dad eventually got his remotes back. Everybody won. She's still a bad poop crazy lady. I love her, but boy is she different. To me, everything OP did here was just totally fair. I can't imagine the fear OP had in that moment, not knowing where their kid was, to the point where they were willing to call 911, and just having your mom stroll up casually with them after all of that worry and panic. I think it was justified after that point. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of both of these stories, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.